All right. Rock and roll. Good morning, everybody. This is uh, welcome to the TR90 Weight Management Call. Happens Monday through Friday at this time, 6.40 a.m. My name is Frank Lomas. I'm calling in from my home here in Santa Barbara, in Lompoc, California, 54 miles north of Santa Barbara. And we're just chatting about when we're uh, out in the same area where they shoot off the SpaceX rockets now. Uh, prior to coming on board with New Skin Enterprises, my business background was in mortgage banking. I left that industry years ago and discovered New Skin, and now I enjoy what I call a carpet commute, where I get to walk from one bedroom to the other to go to work each morning. And I used to also be a competitive weightlifter and bodybuilder. Uh, so it gives me a little insight about fitness and working out and eating habits and things like that. And so I get to join you guys on this uh, call on now on Tuesdays and Thursdays <laughs> as I fill in a little bit. And uh, and so uh, let's get cranking. I, I left off last on Tuesday with uh, I think three or four left of the worst eating habits for your uh, for yourself there. And I actually am going to skip going back to that and go to something new. And by finishing time, I'll go get those last two or three. Uh, tips I might have missed out for you. Uh, but let's see, I'm going to actually jump over to uh, article by Coach Online Fitness. It's 20 Effective Health and Fitness Tips. Uh, keeping a healthy kick on track is tricky. These tips should help. So let me get cranking here and see where I end up. Uh, there's no shortage of a healthy state, no magic fruit to let you hit a five-day target, and no single exercise that gives you a shredded physique in minutes. Darn it. It takes time and effort to get in shape and stay in shape. But if you follow these tips, you'll be able to reap the benefits uh, with a little less struggle. Number one, prep for success. The fastest track to a better diet is found by, found by using your weekends wisely. Use your extra time you have to, on Saturday and Sunday to meal prep, making large batches of healthy meals that you can portion up, uh, portion up to cover at least a couple of midweek lunches and dinners. That way you're avoiding the dietary perils of takeaways and meal deals. Number two, mix up your exercise. Variety, cliche alert, is the spice of life. <laughs> and many sports and activities support each other in ways that you don't, won't realize until you try it. For example, strength training for your legs and core will make you a better runner. While those, additional, those addicted to using dumbbells maybe will find things like Pilates work muscles they never even considered. So try a little variety in your, in your exercise workout. We actually go from, um, I do a, on previous times I talked about my partial lifts, uh, partial, partial range lifts. We do those probably once a week. And uh, one other day during the week, if we work at all, we'll do a full range body of, of using the same pattern. So we'll mix that up in, in addition to all our walking and stuff. And walking is just wonderful. <laughs> Number three, adjust targets on trackers. If you invest in a fitness tracker, don't just sit back and assume that following the preset targets will lead you to glory. Adjust the steps, active minutes and calories targets, targets regularly to build on your progress. So if you start at 4,000 steps, bump it up where your target's 5,000. Then later after you reach that, bump it up to 5,500 or 6,000. But keep adjusting upwards. Uh, adjust the steps, active minutes, and calorie targets regularly to build on your progress and make them more realistic. If you never get close and have started ignoring them, uh, if, you never, if, if you never get close and started ignoring them, if you don't engage with your fitness tech, you'll quickly discard it. And we always, uh, we kind of compete with our little fitness watches on. And sometimes on the weekends, uh, we'll look and say, well, so who's got the more, more steps on their thing? And we'll, we, we get up and start prancing around the house, dancing and jumping and walking around, walking from room to room. <laughs> hey, I'm 10 ahead of you. So it kind of makes it fun competing a little bit. Number four, 
Add in short bursts of activity. We're a little weird. <laughs> Add in short bursts of activity. It's the oldest quick fitness fix in the book. Take the stairs, not the escalator. Or get off the bus to stop early and walk. Any activity is good activity, and it'll only encourage you to do more. If you really want to up the ante, try sprinting up the stairs safely each time you take them. A recent study found that short bursts of high-intensity stair climbing can make a significant difference to your cardiorespiratory fitness. Uh, number five, keep tabs on your visceral fat. And if you have one of those Omron scales, you can actually measure that. Uh, your visceral fat. Uh, you can be skinny on the outside, or at least your arms and legs, but fat on the inside. Visceral fat is the type that builds up around your organs and often results in a pot belly. It's linked with heart disease, several cancer types, and type 2 diabetes. Check your waist to height ratio to see if you're at risk. Grab a piece of string, use it to measure your height. Then have it. If it doesn't fit around your waist, get your butt off the couch, start exercising. Visceral fat is the first type to go when you start working out. Number six. Value your rest days. When you start on a fitness kick, it's tempting to exercise every day while motivation is high. This is a bad move, they say, and one that will see your enthusiasm burn out within a week, within weeks, because you're always knackered and won't, won't see the massive improvements you expect for your Herculean efforts. efforts. Why? You're not giving your muscles the time they need to recover and grow. When we lift, I'll go back to my weightlifting, the type of weightlifting we do where we Go to failure. We, we, I think I've told you, I do use a stopwatch, 30 seconds, and we, whatever weight we go on, we do as many reps as we can till we fail for 30 seconds. And the goal is to not be able to do it by the time you get 30 seconds. Well, when we're doing that properly, we'll actually move the working out every other week because it requires that much rest from the intensity. And the way we know if we need more rest, when we go lifting in, if, if, our, if we don't improve on that next lift, we definitely need more rest. That it's a sign that your yeah, body hasn't recovered, it hasn't replaced, and it hasn't grown. So rest is incredibly important. We, we do, even though we keep walking, doing other things, we, with the lifting stuff, we, the rest is important. Number seven, up to intensity if you're short on time. Official NHS guidelines will promote the, promote the 150 minutes of moderate activity within a week minimum. But now offer an alternative option of 75 minutes of vigorous activity a week. That's running or singles or singles tennis, for example, rather than cycling or walking, which count as moderate. You can also mix the two, or so 60 minutes of vigorous cardio plus 30 of moderate will see you home. Bear in mind the guideline also demands strength exercises on two or more days a week alongside your aerobic activity. You want to keep doing um, strength exercises to keep your lean muscle mass going so you don't know, uh, lose both fat and lean muscle mass. Uh, Take your niggles seriously. Nothing derails a health kick as quickly as injury, and many serious knocks will start out as a mild, mild interruption. You think it's okay to push through. Easing back for a few days is better than being laid up for a few months. Boy, do I know that. If you have an urgent desire to hit the gym, target a different part of the body from one that's bothering you. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I added, I, I don't like doing deadlifts. It bothers my back. Well, I did that uh, back extension machine at the gym, thinking, hey, let's try that. Right away, my sciatica started bothering me. So I'm skipping those, that particular group for now until I heal. And uh, again, looking for an alternative to deadlifts. But I realized if I just keep doing it because I uh, got to do the deadlift, I'll be injured all the time. That doesn't make any sense. 
So, you know, use your brain a little bit there. Number nine, mix up your fruit and veggies. Eat at least five portions of fruit and vegetables a day should be at the cornerstone of your healthy diet. Diet plan. What's not wise is getting in a rut and eating the same five every day because different types of fruit and vegetables contain different vitamins and minerals. A good way to vary your five a day is to eat different colors as the hue is decent indication of the nutrients they contain. Number 10, don't undervalue your sleep. There's a tendency for people to sleep very little to brag about it. Hey, I only got two hours of sleep last night. <laughs> uh, as, as if it's an indication of the commitment to life. However, getting the full seven to eight hours is vital to, healthy, to a healthy lifestyle as it provides the energy for your exercise and even influence dietary choices. A 2016 study found that in the day following a night of limited sleep, people ate an extra 385 calories on average. You don't snooze, you lose. Number 11, make it social. However you're planning on getting fitter, whether it's taking up a new sport, eating in the gym, or making your diet healthier, try to enlist a friend to do it with you. You push each other to stay on track, and you have someone who sympathizes with when the going gets tough. If no one springs to mind, then join a local club or online community and make a, excuse me, a whole bunch of new friends that share your interests. I live with my workout partner, so I always have one available, so it's kind of nice. <laughs> Uh, sign up for number 12 sign up for an event nothing focuses the mind as effectively as the prospect of a big event it gives a clear target to your workouts and if it's running cycling or swimming event there'll be lots of free training plans available online for you to follow one top tip however is not to go straight to a marathon or 100 mile cycle straight off the bat there are lots of high rewarding shorter events to try first there's a good chance you'll hate it if you bite off more you can chew first time around. So if, you, so if you've been on a couch potato, don't decide to join a marathon tomorrow, I think is what they're telling you. <laughs> Work your way up to it. Number 13, vary your intensity. Um, whatever type of exercise you do, make sure you're not going to hell for leather every time you do it. There are lots of physical and mental benefits of doing easy exercise. You'll probably find that you enjoy a sport like running or cycling much more if most of your workouts are low intensity. However, don't stick entirely to easy training because HIIT, high intensity, um, high intensity and other high intensity sessions will help you get fitter and clearer, satisfying endorphin rushes that remind you of why you love exercise. Number 14. No, don't, neglect, don't neglect mobility work. Whether you fully embrace yoga or Pilates or just make time for some short stretching sessions every few days, mobility work is a vital part of maintaining your long-term health. It will help you perform better and avoid injuries in your main activity, as well as combating the posture issues that can arise from long days spent sitting at a desk. We use an app called Keep, K-E-E-P, you download from your app store or from uh, Apple. And uh, it has all types of exercises to do at home. And lots of them are stretching ones. And so typically every night we do at least one of those. And it might not be, a, it could be a real simple one. It only lasts a couple minutes for your neck or lower back or uh, upper arms or something like that. But they'll help you, just help you stay loose and limber, especially as you're getting older and, and all, you start not being so limber. Number 15. Consider the mental benefits of exercise. The physical benefits of being active are obvious. 
Well, it's only once you start exercising regularly that it also becomes clear how much of a boost you can provide to your mental health. I know we, after not going to the gym for an entire year, we, get our, we have good attitude, but it was just different. You just, as soon as you went, God, did that feel good? And we were sore. We were tired. It was difficult because we hadn't been in a year. But just mentally, we said, man, just something about being back at it and doing it again, and now we're back in a consistent habit, it does change your, your outlook. Try to disconnect from the stresses you might have in your work and home and life and pay attention to your workout rather than let your mind fit flip into the past or future. If you're not sure how to get started with this, Headspace have partnered with Nike Run Club to offer free guided running and mindful sessions, which are certainly worth a try. Um, number 16. So this is about running here, obviously. Number 16, increase your cadence on your runs. If you're consistently picking up energies and running, one change is definitely worth trying is to up your rate or strides, your rate of strides per minute, your cadence. <laughs> if you overstrike, if you overstrike, thus taking fewer steps, you put extra pressure on your knee and hip joints. Try taking more steps, which means your feet will land more beneath you by reducing the impact of your joints. I'm not much of a runner. I was a big runner when I was younger. And now when I go out by myself, if you somebody to do that, I kind of have what I call jog walks, and I think I've told you all, jog, jog a block, walk a block. Jog a block, walk a block. It could be a length. It could be a whole block. It could be just the, the short ends across the, you know, go around the corner and just run that part. But get some get some interval play, training in there, and I think it just makes it also more fun, but speeds up your, uh, increases your workout. Uh, number 17, uh, try sports three times before you abandon them. The first time you try an exercise, it's very hard, but at least quite novel. The second time, the novelty is gone, and it's still hard, leading to the temptation to quit. Try at least once more, as the third time is often a charm. When a sport or workout starts to become as enjoyable as it is tough. Um, one of the stretching exercises is called the, the dead bug. It's kind of a coordination exercise. And when we first put that thing on, we giggled a lot because we could not figure out what the heck they were doing. We couldn't get – we were talking about not being a kid. We couldn't match anything. And now when we do it, we just laugh because it seems so simple now. We stuck with it now. It just seems like so easy to do and so obvious. But we, it took us two or three times before we could figure out, what are they showing us how to – we didn't see the pictures. We couldn't figure it out. And so finally now we got the rhythm right with this weird, weird uh, coordination exercise and stretching exercise, and it makes it fun. So we stuck with it. Number 18, count reps backwards. This is a simple mental trick that might make resistant workouts, weights or body weight, a little easier. Counting down the reps means by the time it's really hurting you at the 3, 2, 1 stage, it spills closer to the end rather than 8, 9, 10, or whatever target you're going for. It won't work with everyone, but it's worth a try. Okay, I'm, I'm agree with that. That's a little, to me, it's like sitting your clock five minutes early so you fool yourself or something. <laughs> I don't know. People do that, but just go on time. Make full use of your street furniture. Exercising outdoors is a great way to ensure you get your hit of vitamin D, if it's sunny, as well as a good workout. And it doesn't have to be all cardio. As well as the exercise machines that litter many parks, you can always find a bar or ledge for pull-ups or a bench or wall to do dips on. Do dips on. Rare treats can include chains you use as Ursax TRX ropes. Okay. That's pretty specialized. I don't think most of us are going to do that. But anyway, number 20, record your stats. Now, there, that I agree with. We, I, you got to write. If you're not, I see, I don't know how you go to the gym and don't write anything down. How do you know what the hell you did last time if you don't have a record of it? You're like guessing all the time. So 
I just can't imagine not showing up with something to log in. And we do our, use our apps on our phone now, but I used to take a notebook religiously and keep a record of what we did, how many reps, how many sets, how many reps. And now it also includes time. Record your stats. Nothing builds motivation as effectively as seeing the signs of improvement. So you make sure you keep some kind of record of your activity. It can be as simple as knowing your record five rep max or fastest 5K time using either one of the many excellent fitness apps or, like I said, available fitness apps available or old-fashioned pen and paper. And so uh, there's are 20 effective health and fitness tips you can use to uh, maybe keep you on track and keep you, keep, you, keep you rocking and rolling. Now, with that said, let's see. I'm just going to give you the topics of the last ones I missed last time on the uh, – the, 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 what were they, the worst eating habits. I think I stopped it. You drink most of your calories. And so number 22 was eat whatever food you can find. Keeping healthy snacks on hand at all time makes it hard to fail. Without them, your ravenous self will likely dig into whatever high-calorie food you can get your hands on. Cut up veggies and store them in the fridge to dip into hummus. I called it humus the other day. My wife says, hey, what, what's humus? <laughs> I don't know. What did I say? Keep fruit in a bowl on a counter near your keys and stock up on an assortment of nuts. Looking for more ideas? Uh, check out these high protein stamps. Uh, number twenty-three: Eat when you aren't hung. You eat when you aren't hungry. That's not a good thing. Just because you're going to see a movie doesn't mean mean you need to buy an extra large popcorn. The same goes for that leftover food from the morning meeting that's been placed in the break room. Just because it's free, or just because you're bored, doesn't mean you should eat. Whenever you see food that's tempting, ask yourself: Am I actually hungry? Test yourself by knocking back a cup of water and waiting ten minutes. Around 60% of the time, people inappropriately respond to thirst by eating instead of drinking. Number 24, you are always trying to cook something new. We've all been there. You come home too late. You're way too exhausted to deal with dinner. Nine times out of ten, the solution is either ordering in or heating up a frozen pizza. The problem with those solutions are that the average takeout meal can climb to well over 1,000 calories and frozen pizza isn't the well-balanced diet meal of your dreams. That's why it's important to come up with a meal plan. 25, you listen to music while eating. It's time to put an end to TV dinners once and for all. According to Food Quality and Preference Study, Swanson may not like to hear that, people who listen to music with headphones while eating consume significantly more of the exact same food compared to those who weren't jamming out. 26, you always have a nightcap. Alcohol can make you drowsy, but it inhibits, inhibits your ability to get quality, deep sleep later at night. Ideally, you don't have any drinks 90, 90 to 120 minutes before bedtime. This will allow enough time for your body to metabolize alcohol before your body transitions to the deep sleep stage. And 27, complete that list from Tuesday, you beeline to the add-in station at your coffee shop. If your coffee tastes like ice cream, <laughs> that's mine, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. And you pack it up on a packet of sugar, no, no sugar, and you pack it up on a packet of sugar will ultimately cause your blood sugar to spike and crash, which makes you crave unhealthy food. And it can ultimately lead to weight gain. And it's not just sugar you have to be worried about if you're looking to save calories. According to a 2017 study published in the Journal of Public Health, researchers found that 70% of coffee consumers drink coffee with calorie add-ins, including sugar and creamers. Out of, those, out of those people, close to 16% of their daily calorie intake came from sipping on their coffee con concoction. That 16% translates to an additional 70 calories a day, more than non-coffee drinkers. There are some add-ins that are okay to use, like cinnamon or a splash of almond milk, 
but don't uh, uh, like a like similar splicing all in the mill. Okay, so now I've covered all my lists. With that said, these calls are recorded. They're hosted on SoundCloud.com under my name, Frank Lomas. And uh, by uh, noon today, I'll have them all current up at, all through this week. So I'm going to label them now. So it makes it easier to go back. And uh, that's it. I'm out of here. So wait, wait, let me unmute. You guys say something. Thank you, Frank. Wow, rattle those off. Zero impermanent. <laughs> <laughs> you got a little bit of everything today. Here's the smorgasbord of information today. <laughs> The buffet. <laughs> All but, right, guys. But you, but you, never, you never know what might stick, so that's, that's, that's the important thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I had said before, I think some of these are repetitive from now and because I think you need to hear them, some of the things over and over before they really sink in and go, gosh, I guess this seems to be on every list. Maybe I should be doing some of these things. So hopefully some of them will stick with some of us. All right, guys. With that said, uh, it's time to check out of here. Go out and make it a great day. Stay safe. And uh, take care of people around you. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.